0: Welcome to More Than a Score, a sports medicine podcast produced by EPIC Education and Consulting. My name is J.D. Boudreaux, the host of More Than a Score. EPIC Education and Consulting remains committed to continually providing educational programs for healthcare professionals and community members that improve the safety of youth athletes. EPIC is an acronym that stands for Educating the Community, Protecting Our Athletes, Implementing Effective Policies, and Cultivating Collaborative Relationships. The goal of this podcast is to share information on various sports medicine issues to educate community members and athletic participants, while also assisting sports medicine professionals with career progression. On today's episode, we will be discussing athletic training profession and the administration at the high school level. We'd like to welcome today's guest to our podcast, Aaron Big A McDonald.
1: afternoon, J.D., glad to be a part of this podcast.
0: Thank you for joining us. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join us and to share some of your wisdom with us. Uh, In in starting, if you could just start by uh, telling us a little bit about yourself and giving us a brief introduction.
1: Sure. Uh, um, Aaron McDonald, uh, principal, currently principal of the Couch Parish Alternative Site and uh, athletic trainer for Lake Charles Memorial Sports Medicine. I'm a Madness grad, uh, multiple levels. I've got my bachelor's in '99 master's and education specialist in 2010-2011. Born and raised in Sour Lake, Texas, Hardin Jefferson High School, class of 93. Uh, My wife Shelley's a teacher. We have two great kids, uh, Abby, who will be a freshman at Barb, and uh, excuse me, Alden. Our son will be a sixth grader this fall at SJ Welsh Middle School. We've got two dogs, both athletic trainer names are based on athletic training a blue healer named Fanny, and a, uh, a rescue dog that uh, uh, we call Bobo. He's, uh, he doesn't have a particular breed. He's just a rescue dog.
0: There you go. As you can see, uh, B.A. has an extensive background in education and athletic training. And just diving a little bit deeper into your your background and some of your past experiences, a little bit deeper into your athletic training career, uh, starting with at the high school or, or college level as a student and then going through some of the different stops
1: that you have had along the way. Sure. Um, um, Charles Brideup was my high school basketball teacher and uh, Sunday school teacher, and he got me involved. I thought athletic training might be a route that uh, he he foresee me having success in and sent me to a couple of camps each summer. I went to uh, Southwest Texas State University, or what, what is now Texas State, And uh, went to the uh, Kramer camp at Magnese for a couple of years and uh, met some great professionals. And uh, as graduation approached, I I was introduced to Ricky Medier along that time at those Kramer camps. And uh, as soon as I graduated from high school, I was uh, in Lake Charles and I hadn't left since. And spent uh, my college years working under Ricky Medier and Hall of Famer Jim Murphy. And I wanted, I thought I initially wanted to go back and be a high school athletic trainer in Texas. I did my student teaching while I was at McNeese under Mike Johns uh, at LaGrange High School. And when I completed that, uh, Coach Johns and then Principal Jimmy Anderson offered me a job to be the athletic trainer at LaGrange. It was a unique situation. Uh, all the high schools in Calcasieu Parish had a contract with uh, Lake Charles Memorial in their outreach <laughs> program. But Coach Johns wanted a little more, so uh, he, gave, he gave up a coaching supplement to uh, have me full-time staff. So I taught in the mornings and the afternoons. I serviced the uh, young men and young women that attended LaGrange. And I uh, did that for six years and was very involved with LHSA through uh, their All-Star uh, Week with uh, covering volleyball and basketball and then uh, eventually serving as coordinator the final two years of that uh, coaches week in those all-star games um i spoke uh, at different conferences uh, both at the lata professional and student symposiums I've, I've been a speaker for the state middle school association conference a lot of uh, emergency action plan stuff or crisis response uh, because of that athlete training school administration background i have uh, as I tr- moved on from LaGrange to uh, SJ Welsh, my per- professional career turned more to administrator, and uh, I was able to work at SJ Welsh for eight years and then on the Moss Plus Middle for three years, and then I've been at the alternative school ever since. And uh, moved to principal in, uh, in 2018.
0: Tell us a little bit about how athletic training and your experience on the field and in the classroom influences what you do as an administrator now in the school system?
1: I, th- I think athletic trainers by nature um, have to be able to adapt. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, not only adapt, but have compassion. I think as an athletic trainer, you're only exposed to the, the student athletes at that school. And I think uh, then principal Jimmy Anderson and Buzz Harbor and Bobby Jack Thompson, those early principals I worked for so that have an impact on the whole student body. And uh, pushed me to uh, pursue that administration title, and and I did so. And uh, it's truly uh, been a blessing uh, to reach, you mm-hmm. know, see kids as they come in every morning, leave every afternoon, deal with them after school setting, but you do get get build that personal relationship with all your students.
0: And then as a as a principal for a school and being employed through the school board. Um, Speak on how they rely on your expertise to inform some of their decision making when it comes to uh, the health and safety, not only of the athletes, but of the student as a whole. Uh, Just speak to how you're involved in some of those processes in your current role.
1: Well, sure. First of all, I guess the uh, every school has to have a crisis response plan. And it correlates very much with what we know in the athletic training fields, emergency action plan, uh, except now you're, you're dealing with uh, not necessarily a particular in injury at a particular venue, but more of uh, fire drills, uh, active shooters, uh, shelter in place. And that background, That those uh, tabletop exercises that we always talk through, uh, actually putting them in place with an entire group of students and faculty, an entire campus uh, coordinating with, uh, <coughs> excuse me, local law enforcement, uh, central office staff, uh, just that uh, availability to, uh, no matter the situation, have a plan and be able to implement it and practice it. So when a, a traumatic uh, incident does occur, that everything runs smoothly.
0: How calls have been received by the various staff members in the school system, um, you know, we I know we should practice these emergency action plans and crisis response plans at at least once a year. But are they are they well received by the staff? Do they see the benefit of it, or or do you have to overcome some barriers and resistance uh, when you're implementing some of these plans?
1: Um, I wouldn't say there's been any resistance. Um, as, as incidents occur, and unfortunately, when it involves either health issues with staff or or student incidents, whether it be in the cafeteria or playground or out at the bus stop uh, we've had to put those in place and and uh, whether it's being uh, a twist uh, sprained ankle or a cardiac situation unfortunately I, I've dealt with one in the spectrum to the other that practice comes into play able to keep composure and uh, and those that are maybe not as familiar with those situations as I, even though they practiced it everything's going through smoothly. So as we move forward as a district and and we have House Bill, uh, I think it was 371 recently passed. Um, Our superintendent uh, has voiced that he will lean heavily on me as I assist our coaches and other principals in the district in developing those thorough plans, not only for the campuses, but the various athletic venues we use in the parish.
0: And then speak a little bit about how how your role uh, occurs in the Uh, School board when you're working at facilities that may not be owned by the school board uh, Whether it be owned by the city or be at a a neutral site Explain a little bit about your process and how you go about making sure that that you have the appropriate Emergency action plans in place.
1: So usually it's a it's a checklist process. You know, uh, where where are all the entry and exit points? uh, What side roads can be utilized what streets are one way which are two-way? where's the, the where possibly uh, when we we host events where we have uh, law enforcement stage for security and checkpoints like that also uh, you know what systems do they have in place there for communication is there whether radio do they have uh, their own uh, CBs or walkie-talkies or do we need to bring them what medical supplies are there some of these facilities don't have uh, first aid kits or spine boards <laughs> We either stage them there, or as we move our events there, we have those in place. Also, uh, just letting you know, Acadian, know that we're going to be there in that in the event uh, we have to go onto a field. What gate we primarily choose to use to be respected and respectful of, of the property there, but also worst-case scenario, how we attend to an injured athlete or a
0: definitely speak of many important people as part of an emergency action plan, which is law enforcement and, and ambulance and EMPs. Um, we spend a lot of time talking about a high school level and, and different facilities, but you also have some experience coaching youth leagues. And just speak a little bit about uh, how important it is to have some of that at, at the youth facilities. Uh, and have oh, you some of that already implemented or uh, do you think there's there's areas for improving in that from a youth, set, youth setting?
1: Oh, sure. I mean, with, with our, you know, having two children, like I said, we've been able to travel different events across the state. Uh, with my son playing, uh, travel baseball, uh, we played it. We've got some great facilities in our state. Um, uh, but it has been interesting to, uh, to see how they, how their signage is used or not used. Uh, maybe their weather systems, uh, you know, travel baseball is a big industry for the local economy and, uh, We've had incidents before where I might oversee when we host the state softball and baseball tournament here in Lake Charles Sulphur area that we have uh, certain apps we use as inclement weather approaches, whether we clear the field or let the officials or, or administration in charge know um, and possibly have to evacuate or delay the, the uh, competition. Uh, you know, as we come across those same scenarios in travel ball, maybe they're not informed or aware, or maybe just, uh, have a person, let's say a volunteer fire department on standby that is not only, uh, helping with security, but be that one person for first aid. There's not a first aid like a uh, quad set of fields. There's just one for the park and that park might stretch for miles and there might be 20, 24 fields there in, uh, you know, they're not actually prepared they they have it there and I don't want to say lip service but it's it might check the box but it's not a big bold check uh, when they do that so of course I'm always prepared when we travel because I want to take care of our kids my kids and kids I'm with but also in the event something happens I'm going to put on my athletic trainer hat and jump in and help
0: yeah, I think definitely some important points there and, and key uh, points at EPIC to get out to the community for the parents and the coaches and youth leagues to make sure that you're evaluating your kids facilities and and the parts that they're participating in to make sure that uh, they have the appropriate emergency action plans and are able to respond to uh, emergency situations in the event that they occur uh, because once the emergency occurs is not the chance and the time to start developing that plan so um, as epic uh, espouses to and as uh, Aaron McDonald stated here on the podcast make sure to uh, ask your youth league those questions and, and make sure that you're evaluating them and make your action plans. Uh, as we move along, I just want to, you mentioned a, a few people in your past, but I want to give an opportunity for you to share uh, who has had the biggest influence in uh, your personal and professional growth as a mentor. Uh, so just sharing a, a few people that have uh, influenced your personal and professional growth.
1: Well, I, as I stated earlier, uh, Charles Brideup, uh, he was the high school basketball coach, uh, English teacher, Sunday school teacher. He is now the executive director of UIL, which is uh, Texas's, uh governing interscholastic athletic organization. Um, he was the one that kind of pushed me in the athletic training route, so I've got to give him credit. Um, Gil Murphy at McNeese. Uh, I did Ricky was there my first year, but when Doc came aboard, I mean Doc's a Hall of Famer class act. Uh, taught me the uh, the behind the scenes stuff, the administration, the paperwork, uh, how to plan, how to adapt. Uh, got me prepared. Uh, I think he he knew good things were headed my way, and I think that's why a student taught at uh, Lagrange. Like I said, the head coach there, Mike Johns, uh, Hall of Famer as well, uh, worked with Jimmy Anderson who was a principal and, and ultimately planted that seed for me to maybe step out of the athletic training profession to the side. You know, I'm still still practicing in a part-time role, but uh, that I could actually help lead a school and, and potentially lead a district. And uh, here I am 20 years later and overseeing all the middle school P departments here in Calcasieu Parish. Uh, you know, I am principal of the alternative school. We have students from all of our middle and high schools attend there. So uh, it's kind of come full circle. I'm trying to make an impact and hopefully we're doing a good job of being essential to all of our schools. here
0: in You know, you spoke of your history uh, as an athletic trainer at the high school level and then also now I've progressed to an administrator. Uh, speak a little bit about a special moment that you remember in the field of sports medicine, uh, whether it be as an athletic trainer or an event that you were working as an administrator, uh, where you look back and have fond memories of, of a specific moment.
1: I think back to LaGrange well, days, I mean, definitely young, wet behind the ears, green, uh, as a Murphy would say, uh, just, you know, we, we had some great athletes at LaGrange, maybe they weren't as uh, well off uh, financially as some of the other students in the parish, and so, uh, getting me out of my comfort zone to work with local therapists and doctors, uh, getting those uh, ACLs rehab or those shoulders done, seeing them return to play. I mean, we we had some. Uh, uh, I don't want to name any individuals, but we had some great teams there. There was one year in in the 99-2000 school year where we were district champs in in volleyball, football, basketball, boys, girls basketball, uh, and then went in the playoffs in both baseball and softball, and and it was a of, you know, the 5A district then with all the Lafayette schools, uh, Sulphur, uh, Opelousas, I mean, some great athletes. And, uh, you know, those, those parents and those student athletes trusted me, and, and we got through some injuries, and uh, we had success both on the girls' and boys' side. Uh, you know, there, I've been a part of some situations where we've uh, had some crisis situations uh, that it showed a need for getting AEDs in all of our schools. Uh, and we're, you know, here in Couch, we're 65 schools now, elementary, middle, and high. We have AEDs in, in all places, and then we have them at various other non-school facilities. So when we have a, a program or assembly or an athletic event, that uh, some of those uh, plans are already in place. And, of course, we didn't get to them the right way. We just didn't go out and purchase them and get an idea. We had to learn from our mistakes, and you know, that's where we're trying to be proactive moving forward especially as we get in through this covid situation uh you know in the, in the days to come our athletes are going to be returning those guidelines uh i've been a part of that committee with superintendent brookhouse and our risk manager and our high school director getting those guidelines out making them <clears throat> not only safe for our, our student athletes but our coaches and our administrators so we can uh, we can progress as the state opens and hope we're all back in school on August and, and Friday nights and Tuesday evenings as well.
0: You mentioned the current COVID-19 pandemic and as we're trying to progress through the different phases and leads into our next question about the future. And uh, It doesn't have to be related to COVID-19. But we can take it that direction if we need. What are some things that excites you moving forward in the future, whether it be with the athletic training profession or your role as an administrator? What are some things that, that you look forward to in the next few years um, that can be some, some major changes uh, for well, your, your
1: community? I, I mean, as athletic trainers, we're problem solvers. As educators, uh, we're problem solvers. Uh, and I, I, I think my experience, uh, and not only my experience, but it, all educators are, are compassion that we have that we can, we can tackle these obstacles as they're passed down because it's a very fluid situation. It might change two weeks from now, and we can come get in a room or get on a uh, Zoom conference and uh, come up with those solutions and uh, and got our you know got ourselves back to what what we will call the new normal, whatever that may be. But it comes hand in hand. Uh, for me personally, I do lean on my athletic training experience. <laughs> you know resources we have, utilize them the most, identify what we don't have and find means to secure them to help us move forward.
0: And I know you read a lot of stuff in the media and a lot of new guidelines to talk about uh, the physical return, you know, with various symptom checks and social distancing, but speak a little bit about the importance of, of the mental health aspect and making sure that we're taking care of the entire athlete, maybe not just their physical health, but we're also looking at their mental health and also their integration back into the classroom. Just speak a little bit on how uh, you're looking to handle that as an administrator at the school level.
1: Well, I mean, I think, you know, we'll, we'll take the physical aspect first because that's one most people are familiar with, you know, the temperature checks, the, the short questionnaires that we're going to be asking on a daily basis. But when we were able to get, you know, the, the athletes back on campus and along with the regular students, You know, we have got to take that time to uh, hopefully one-on-one re-establish that rapport, that trust, and and see what this their life was like during this time. You know, was their loss of loved one? You know, how how did this this pandemic affect them? Uh, You know, what shortcomings maybe they had academically, and how we can help them pump up that grade or get them re-established to are better prepared to take the ACT. Uh, You know, here in Louisiana, a lot of our kids depend on the TOPS and TOPS funding that comes through and there's criteria they've got to meet. And, um, you know, maybe for some of them we weren't able to do that this past spring. So where are we going to make time to move them forward and also give them that second chance to make up for that time lost last spring?
0: Definitely some excellent points from uh, making sure we're taking care of the entire student athlete from that perspective. Um, One question that we like to ask a lot of our podcast guests on more than a score is, is talking about the legacy that we leave. We feel like a lot of our guests are, are very influential. So we like to ask this question, when all is said and done, uh, what do you want to be remembered for?
1: Uh, well, uh, you laugh. A lot of people, my wife and I joke about it all the time. They know me as Big A, uh, <clears throat> and that's fine. I do have a real name mom and dad gave me. Uh, but when they think of Big A or Aaron McDonald, that uh, he, he was there for the kids. Uh, he he may, you know, no two students are the same, and I gave everybody a, a fair shake, whether it was in the training room, uh, trying to get them that extra help, that rehab equipment to get them back to, to practice and contest, or if it was that that discipline issue in the principal's office that uh, if, if they needed help outside the normal school day, I was able to uh, find someone to help them and, and give them every chance to academically be successful and get to that next stage in life. So, I guess I, I've said it a couple times that compassion. If you, that's the one word. Gotcha.
0: Well, definitely. Now I we want to wrap up with some lightning round questions. These, a uh, few questions that we'll ask, and we'll just ask a, uh, a one word or one phrase response if you can, and uh, we may elaborate on it. But just so the audience can get to know you a little better as a person and a professional. But we'll just start off with uh, your favorite movie of all time.
1: Favorite movie of all time. Um, any of the Star Wars movie, movies, Empire Strikes Back.
0: Okay. Favorite sports team?
1: Favorite sports team? Uh, I have to say the Hardin-Jefferson Hawks of 1991.
0: Okay, gotcha. So we're going to go Houston Astros there, but you went back to the high school level. I, I,
1: I did. That was a great group of young men. In fact, there's a book out about that team and a uh, um, bunch of guys from Sour Lake, Texas that uh, not, not only won a 3A state championship that year, but uh, most are educators. Uh, there is an orthopedic in the group. Uh, I think there's an orthopedic, and athletic trainer, and there's four or five superintendents, and the rest are principals and, and coaches still. Pretty unique group.
0: Favorite quote?
1: Favorite quote? Um, adapt and overcome. Don't know who said it, it's just... It's been instilled with me by, uh, I guess, with Doc Murphy and Mr. Anderson both having military backgrounds and being the immediate supervisors. Young in my career, just it's kind of stuck with me. So adapt and overcome.
0: Your favorite food?
1: Favorite food? Oh, that's easy. Daryl's, surf jalapeno mayo. There you go. Uh,
0: favorite book?
1: Favorite book? Oh, I like to read. Uh, as a kid, I'd say the Hardy Boys, but as i gotten older, I, I'm an autobiography guy kind of guy, and, and uh, I don't know, Tony Dungy's books, I've read them all. Gotcha. Tony Dungy is a great one. Street, That's one that sticks to mind. There was a, a um, book study that went along with that that I, I did years ago that I still reflect back home.
0: Gotcha. The Biggest issue facing youth athletes today?
1: Uh, biggest issue, I, I think, uh, for for the young athletes uh, with travel ball, and I don't mean to be correct right when I say that, that the parents and money get in the way a lot and kids aren't allowed to have fun. Uh, we don't take into account their school days, that they need, you know, 10 good hours of sleep, three meals a day, and take care of their academics. We're doing hitting lessons at 530 in the morning. Doing uh, hidden lessons at night, and then still having team practices three out of the other four nights, and then we venture off out of out of town to play in a tournament where we make, may play five or six contests on a Saturday and Sunday combined. I think that making them specialize early—that's they're, they're not able to grow up and enjoy uh, not only life but athletic high school athletics.
0: Biggest challenge to the profession of athletic training.
1: Um, I guess in the, just the word, the not being used certified athletic trainer, we have fitness trainers, we have physical trainers, uh, that getting that true definition that we're a healthcare professional, uh, even today, you know, as uh, different reports come out and I'm not necessarily talking about the pandemic, but you don't, you see trainer and then name, not certified athlete trainer or athlete trainer. So getting getting that, that correct verbiage out there to uh, respect and publicize a profession.
0: And the last one, the best place to travel.
1: Best place to travel. Uh, for me, it's the hill country. New uh, uh, Braunfels, anything west of Austin before you get to the mountains of uh, El Paso, there you can tube during the summer and deer hunt during the fall and winter. That's where I like to go.
0: Appreciate the answers to those questions as we wrap up this episode and we uh, bring it to a close. I want to give an opportunity for you uh, to share with audience members, anything that we may not have covered, anything that you want to highlight. And then also your calling card away for them to get in touch with you or reach out to you. In case they have any questions or want to discuss any issues with you in more detail after this episode.
1: Sure. Uh, I mean, school board email address is Aaron. McDonald at cpsb.org cpsb for couch repair school board.org and just uh you know enjoy life work hard play hard Uh, for any athletes listen to it you know get plenty of sleep make sure you're in the weight room getting your body prepared if the athletic trainer needs you to do three sets of 20 do three sets of 20 don't do four sets of 15 follow those guidelines listen to your doctors uh For your coaches out there, trust your athletic trainer. They'd like to win just like everybody else, but we don't want to harm anybody and get them out there early. For my fellow administrators, use your athletic trainers that you have on campus to help you with your crisis response plan. These emergency action plans that now in the state of Louisiana we're going to have to uh, develop over the summer and have ready for the 2021 school year. And to the parents, let, let your son or daughter enjoy the game whether it be football in the fall and track in the spring, just be there, support them, cheer them on, let the coaches coach. You be mom and dad and tell them they did a good job and they get in the car at the end of the night.
0: Okay, excellent job. I appreciate you joining us here, as always. I mean, a tremendous uh, benefit uh, to have you share your knowledge. Excellent athletic trainer, excellent administrator, and then a, hopefully a friend of Epic Education and Consulting, uh, hosting the, being on the advisory committee. So I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule share some of your experience and knowledge with the audience on more than
1: a score. I enjoyed it. JD is pleasure. And Epic is about the kids that we spoke about during this whole interview. And that's why I'm a big fan and supporter of, and glad to be on the advisory committee of Epic and what you and, and your family are trying to do more for uh, the youth of uh, Southwest Louisiana.
0: And thanks again for joining us for this episode of more than a score. As a company, we hope that you find this information valuable. If you are looking for more information about our company or specific initiative, please visit epiceducationconsulting.com. If you have content ideas for our podcast or feedback of any kind, you can reach us at boudreauadie at gmail.com. If you found value from this episode, please share it with a friend. Make sure you also subscribe so you get notified as new episodes release. You can subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We would be extremely grateful for that your reviews help encourage others to listen in. Remember, during sports participation, the health and safety of all participants should be an essential priority, making the outcome of the activity more than a score. We hope you join us for our next episode.